Welcome to episode 85 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the really rash, risk-taking, riveting, rested reflector of riddles and recollection. Uh, ringing in the new year as a pirate, I see. Uh, I don't think so. It, what do you mean? Well, you just are. You're. that be a Jesse joke. <laughs> Okay, right. Well, there's one resolution I wish you'd make. Fewer Jesse jokes. I'm going to ignore that because, you know, I really like your R words. Let's see. You're the reflector of riddles and recollection. Huh? Wait, wait. So I'm I'm guessing you want to recollect about Christmas break. Oh, wrong resolution there, Jesse. I I mean, Christmas was great and all, but I have something else I want to discuss today. Uh, Plus, what if someone is listening to this episode in... Uh, I don't know, uh, say July. You know, they don't want to hear about Christmas in July. They're going to be too busy trying to put out the fire from the homemade sparklers that they made with their best friend, Billy. <laughs> you know, I remember that 4th of July. Uh, if I'm recollecting correctly, you guys learned that a popsicle stick dipped in glitter and then lit on fire uh, doesn't make a great homemade sparkler. <laughs> really right reminder, Jesse. <laughs> we also learned that our outdoor pool furniture was really flammable. Uh, the sofa on your back porch, right? Right. Uh, but Mom likes to call it our pool furniture. Even though we don't have a pool... I keep asking her about that, and Mom says baby steps. You know, we buy the pool furniture first, and then when we can afford the pool, we'll already have some place to sit around it. Uh, but... Well, but now we don't even have a place to sit, even if we do get a pool. You know, I... Hang on. Hey, wait a minute. How did we get off track onto a really bad decision that Billy made a long time ago? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I want to know how Billy ended up being the only one blamed for that fire. <laughs> well, Billy should do his own episode if, you know, he wants to tell his side of the story. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but I know you don't want to talk about fire safety today and that kids should never play with matches or fire uh, because that's never funny. So what do you want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about going back to school. Going back to school. I have an awesome story about it. Jesse, did you hear me? Uh, yeah, I heard you. I'm just uh, looking here in the book of Revelation to, to see how many more signs are left before the end of the world. You know, you excited to talk about school is definitely one. So, you know, I, I think we got to be close. <laughs> Okay, that's really funny, but I actually love school. What? Well, I don't like some things about school. I mean, you know, I don't like how early it starts. And I'm not crazy about having to sit in all those classrooms. I also don't really like... Uh, hang on, hang on. You know, let's, let's not start listing out all the negative stuff, Bob. Uh, I shouldn't have interrupted you like that, but let's just focus on all the good things about school. It sounds like you have a great story to tell about it. Oh, I do. So we started back to school after the break, and, you know, thanks to all the candy, <laughs> video games, late-night TV watching... <laughs> I had successfully emptied my brain of all knowledge and information, and I was ready to fill it back up again. 
Yeah, I don't think that's what Christmas break is for. <laughs> but anyway, please continue. Okay, so I walked into my first class of the new year. It was art class. Oh, I loved art class when I was in school. Uh, did you study the, the famous farm animal that was a painter? No, we... Wait a minute, what? There, there was a famous animal that painted? Oh, sure. You know, haven't you heard of Vincent van Gogh? Can we go back to talking about Fourth of July? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you kind of drew that joke out of me when you mentioned art class. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Oh, I bet cowboys are good at art because, you know, they're quick on the draw. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's going in the Jesse joke folder. Uh, but let's get back to your story before I mention the other famous animal painter. Okay, so I walked into art class and I... Uh, hang on. You've got another one, don't you? I do, but, you know, I'm sure you don't want to hear it. I... No... I ah, I have to. Okay, there is another really famous animal artist. Uh, you know, Pablo Picasso. <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> wow, Jesse. That art joke is not for the paint of heart. <laughs> Ooh, nice wordplay, Bob. Okay, so uh, you don't have to pay for art class in school, do you? No, you don't pay for it. It's, it's just part of school. Why? Well, because I know you don't have a lot of Monet. Anyway, Mr. Quick is our art teacher, and he's a big prankster, so there's no telling what he's planning for our first day back to school. Uh, Monet was a, a famous Impressionist painter. Oh, I think we all got it, and I think we all laughed appropriately. Yeah, but I, I didn't hear you laugh, actually. Right, appropriately. Although, if he could do an impression of a pig, I might laugh more. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure you got my reference. Uh, but back to your story. Mr. Quick, your art teacher, is kind of a prankster, huh? Oh, yeah, totally. He, so you never know what we're going to do in his class. Uh, he could just have us color for an hour to kind of ease back into school, or he might ask us to draw a new spaceship design for NASA. <laughs> Either way, I grabbed the red crayon when I walked in. You know, I like when teachers mix things up up like that. You know, it kind of keeps it fun and interesting. Well, it keeps it one of those things. Anyway, I walked in and he said today should be really easy, but then he added, if you use your brain. Oh, good. Nice and easy. No, not nice and easy. Did, did you hear the brain part? I just emptied out my brain over the break, but then I got a little hopeful when Mr. Quick added, solve the riddle on the board. <laughs> Jesse, I looked and there was a riddle on the board. I got super excited because, I mean, you know I love riddles. You do. Uh, so that's why you're the riveting, rested reflector of riddles and recollection. Well, sort of. You see, I am super good at riddles. All you have to do is pay really good attention to details, and you know I'm great at paying attention to everything around me. So I sat down uh, to focus on the riddle that was up in front of me. How did that go? Uh, at first, not really great. Why is that? Well, Sarah pointed out that I accidentally sat in her seat, so I had to move before I really started my concentrating. <laughs> Wait, you're great at paying attention to details, but you didn't even notice uh, that, uh, well, Anyway, uh, please continue. Okay, thanks. So, Mr. Quick told us to read the riddle on the board, and when we had the answer, we needed to write it down, bring it to him, and then we would use that correct answer as an inspiration to paint, draw, or even sculpt something at our desk. Hopefully at the right desk. Okay, let's not focus on that. But, yes, that was the assignment. So, I read the riddle. Do you remember what it was? Well, of course. 
Jesse, you know my brain is a steel map. Uh, AP, I, I, I think you mean trap. The saying is my brain is like a steel trap. But sometimes I feel like your brain is more like a steel nap. <laughs> okay, that, that's probably true. But I love riddles, so I remember exactly what it said. Well, let's hear it. Okay, this is what it said. I'm small with an interesting face. I'm at school but can go any place. Sometimes I'm tough. Sometimes I'm frail. I'm always ready to tell you a tale. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh. I think I know what it is. Well, I thought I did as well. Are you thinking of a phone? A phone, right? Uh, well, that's not what I was thinking. Well, but a phone is small with an interesting face, you know, especially if the home screen is a picture of me, and they can also go any place. Well, actually, phones can't go any place. Are you thinking about what happened at the creek over break? You know, I wondered if you were going to tell that story on here. I was thinking about what happened at the creek over the break, but, you know, Billy's parents might be listening, and I don't know if he's actually told them about, you know, dropping his phone in the creek. And so I just think it's better not to say anything on here. But you just said kind of everything. Well, anyway, uh, go on with your story. Okay, so I knew the answer right away, or... At least I thought I did. So I quickly ran over and I grabbed some modeling clay to start on my phone sculpture. Wait, weren't you supposed to show Mr. Quick your answer first uh, to make sure you were sculpting the right thing? Yeah, I guess, but I knew I had the right answer and I thought it might be more fun to bring him the answer already sculpted out. You know, wait, uh, I once made a sculpture of a bumblebee out of oak and someone tried to steal it. Wait, really? A bumblebee out of oak? What happened? Well, thankfully, the police caught the would-be bandit. I really wish someone would try to steal your joke folder. <laughs> well, okay, I'm sorry, uh, but get back to your story. Okay. Hang on, why are you still looking at your folder? Well, I've got one more if you want to hear it. Fine, let's just... Get it out of the... You know what? I wish I wish you would keep your folder near Billy's phone. <laughs> well, I'm ignoring that comment, too, uh, because I once saw a dinosaur sculpture, but it was way too tall and high in the air, and I ended up staring up and discovering another kind of dinosaur. All right, I'll play along. What was it? It was a Minecosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a really good one. It's really hard to believe it ended up in the folder. Well, okay. Uh, let's get back to your story now. Okay, so I ran over to the modeling clay and squished my phone into it to make an imprint. Mr. Quick saw me and reminded me that our phones needed to stay in our backpack. I, I actually thought about making a joke that Billy's backpack would be soaking wet if, you know, he had to dive into the creek to make sure his phone was in his backpack during school hours, but Billy was two chairs over from me, and I kind of felt like that joke was too soon. Yeah, probably was. You know, phones are expensive, and losing one can't feel good. Yeah, it did. It, I mean, it, not not that Billy lost his phone in the creek. Jesse, remember, Billy's parents are probably still listening to this episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we shouldn't talk anymore about him dropping his phone in the creek over Christmas break when you guys thought you could jump across the rushing water? Right. Glad you're catching on. Anyway, I went up to Mr. Quick's desk and asked, isn't the answer to the riddle a phone? He told me it wasn't the answer that he was looking for, but if I really paid attention, I'd be able to figure the riddle out. 
So I went back to my desk, turned on my brain, I turned it on super concentrating mode, and I started looking for clues. And how did that go? Well, not great at first. Sarah interrupted my concentration to ask me to get out of her desk again. I don't know who was moving my desk around, but it was really interfering with my ability to pay attention to all the details. And the worst part was... Kids were actually starting to go up to Mr. Quick's desk with the right answer. Well, it wasn't a race, right? Is this kind of a riddle to be solved? I know, but other kids were figuring it out way, way faster than I was. You know, I was starting to get really frustrated. You know, I think it's a good time to remember what it says in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. It says, Think about the ant. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander. It has no leader or ruler, but it stores up food in summer. It gathers its food at harvest time. Wait, what? Why are we talking about ants? This was art class, not science. Well, because the point of this proverb is to have a plan and stick with it. In this case, it wasn't a race, although a lot of times slow and steady does win the race. Uh, But these verses remind us about the importance of perseverance and working slowly to reach your goal. Oh, okay, I get it. Right. And I wasn't mad that other kids were getting the right answer. I was just mad that I couldn't figure it out. And I also was running out of time. So what'd you do? Well, then it hit me. You know, teachers are there to help you. So I went back to Mr. Quick's desk and I asked for some help. I asked him to give me a hint. You know, that's a great reminder for our listeners. You know, teachers dedicate their lives to helping students reach their full potential in life. So if we're having trouble with something at school, it's always a good idea to talk to your teacher and ask questions. It definitely was the right thing to do that day. I I was the only kid left that hadn't figured out the riddle. And so I asked him for a hint. And what did he say? Okay, get this, Jesse. First, he told me that a phone was a good guess because it did match all the descriptions of the riddle. That actually made me feel better, gave me a little confidence. Then he said that the answer that he was looking for was actually something that I had already made three of. I knew it. You know, I thought I knew the answer when you first told me the riddle, but now I'm pretty sure I'm correct. Are you sure? Because when he said I was responsible for three of them, I first thought, you know, naturally he meant broken windows. <laughs> no, well, that's not the answer I was thinking of. Okay, well, then you may still be right because broken windows wasn't the answer. However, it did help me to get to the right answer. How so? Okay, I have accidentally broken three... Accidentally. Did did I mention accidentally? Uh, three times just now. Maybe that's the answer to the riddle? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but I have accidentally broken three windows before, accidentally. Uh, however, I didn't think Mr. Quick knew about that. So I started thinking how he would have found out. I didn't think he knew about the last one that happened in November, but he could have found out about the first two because I did mention them in my... And when I got to that part of the thinking in my brain, like all of a sudden my brain knew the answer. Like that's when it popped in my brain that the answer was, do you know? Books. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes. Jesse. Good job. It was books. Books was the answer. And I'd written about my accidental window breaking in my books. And I was responsible for three of them 
so far, the books, not the accidental window breaking. And then I started thinking about all the other clues in the riddle. Oh, right. You know, older books are frail, but some books are tough. Right. Our gigantic family Bible is super tough. Uh, you could put an entire set of non-pool pool furniture on the top cover. <laughs> yeah, right. And speaking of the Bible, that's a book that tells true tales. And if it's a small one, like the one I carry, you can bring it any place. Right. Even to school, like I talked about in episode 81. Oh, yeah, about bring your Bible to school day. Yeah. So you got the answer after all. I did. I, I ran back to my desk. Well, Sarah's desk at first, but eventually mine. And I decided to start work on the cover of my newest or fourth book. Uh, of course, I had to ask Billy to borrow his blue crayon. I obviously needed more than the red one. Hey, actually, can we talk about my fourth book yet? <laughs> yeah, I think you've already done a good job mentioning that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it seems like that's the only thing you can talk about since you finished writing it. But, you know, it takes a while for a new book to come out. Uh, that's true. But hopefully I've sped that time up since I've already designed the front cover. Uh Sure. Hang on. Did you tell this whole story just so you could mention your new book? Come on, Jesse. Give me some credit. I would never do that. I just told this story so I wouldn't tell the story about Billy dropping his phone in the creek. You know, his parents listen. Uh, yeah, it seems like I heard that somewhere. Well, uh, before we go, we got a lot, uh, two words, a fan mail recently, and I wanted to read one before we sign off. Oh, oh, hang on. We also got a voicemail from a very, very intelligent listener. Can we play that one first? I got a bad feeling about it, but sure, let's go ahead. <laughs> Okay, this one is from Ben, and Ben wisely had this to say. Hi, Average Boy. First of all, I really like your podcast. Second of all, please ask Jesse to tell less jokes. Thanks, A.B., for playing that for us. You know, uh, you did a really great job of disguising your voice to sound like Ben. Hey, come on. That wasn't me. Well, I thought we'd close with this letter from J.M., who wrote in to say, Hey, average boy, what box always sneezes? Ooh, I haven't heard this one. Um, What box always sneezes? I don't I actually don't know. Uh, a tissue box. <laughs> <laughs> tissue box. <laughs> okay. Uh, no offense, JM, but that's more of a Jesse joke level type of humor. I, I was kind of hoping for something a little better from you. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Then JM closes with what he wrote. He said, also... Will you make a fourth book? What? Okay, J.M. is the best. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Well, J.M., there is a new book on the way. We just don't know when it'll be ready, but I promise that I will let you and all our listeners know uh, ASAP or even sooner. Well, until then, this is the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. You know, if you haven't heard all of our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org At that website, you can find links to subscribe to Clubhouse Magazine. Uh, you can also find a, a little link to see the new artwork for Book 4. And if you get Clubhouse, you can read a new Average Boy story every single month. You can also click on the link to the Focus Store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, Books 1 and 2, and my third book, Average Boy's Above Average Year. And soon, you're going to be laughing at my fourth book, which is called 
Average boys. Uh, uh, Bob, AB, we yeah. were not supposed to tell the title yet. Oh. Yeah. But uh, talking about laughs, we do like the laugh, and we love to hear from our listeners. So please, if you have jokes or questions, you can send us a message at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can even leave a voice message by clicking on the green box on our homepage and then hitting Send a Voicemail. It's a little link on the side of the next page. Uh, Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we might use your message on a future episode. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. Telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Hey, Jesse, when I was talking about the broken windows, did I say they were accidentally broken? Yeah, I think you made that crystal clear. Ooh, but it wasn't crystal. I don't think. He's average. Adventures in Odyssey has taken generations of children on an exciting journey, all the while sharing biblical principles and activating their imaginations. Now, in 2024, we'll be airing our 1,000th episode. To celebrate, we're inviting every member of the Odyssey family to join us for one grand party. This spectacular two-day event is packed with fun and excitement for Adventures in Odyssey fans of every age. Partygoers will enjoy an unmatched, immersive experience into the town of Odyssey. Meet and greets with cast and crew, Q&A sessions, trivia contests, and more. The party is topped off with a live episode recording starring fan-favorite characters. It's all happening on August 2nd and 3rd in beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado. Tickets for One Grand Party are going fast. Learn more at onegrandparty.com.